This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Second hour, Pure Opelka on this, the longest day of the year. I know, it's the solstice, the longest day. So enjoy it. You know, in most parts of the country, it should be a pretty decent day. I know you got some heat out west and southwest. We've got a pretty good day here in the northeast, so I'm going to try and take advantage of the extra light, the extra daytime. I am not going to be taking a selfie today on National Selfie Day. So if that's you, see, this to me would be like a Kardashian holiday. So I'm not going to be involved in that. We're going to have a conversation here today, and I want you to be included in it. Next hour, we're going to talk to Congressman uh, Loudermilk about uh, what happened a week ago and about some of the things he's proposing. He was at the baseball field and was spared, thank God, from the, uh, the shooter. If you heard Glenn talking about it early today, you know what I'm talking about, divine intervention. And uh, But uh, Congressman Loudermilk tells an amazing story, but he's also behind some pretty interesting legislation. And I want to I hear from him, and that's at the bottom of the next hour. So please, um, please if you have to go, if you're just listening at lunch or, or you have to go somewhere, make sure you download the podcast later and listen to it. It should be a fascinating uh, exchange. Karen Handel was scheduled to be with us yesterday, and they said, okay, Wednesday. And I don't think they really thought about how late they'd be up celebrating last night. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe we'll get a phone call. The invitation's open. But I want to talk about the latest vital question I posed because it's sparked some interesting messages to me from people who think I am... uh, I'm an evil, hate-filled person. No, I, I don't. I have differences of opinion with people, but I don't want to think of myself as an evil, hate-filled person. And if you want to call me that, the phone lines are open, 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. And why? Why are there people who think I'm an evil, hate-filled person? Well, it's because I, I take exception with a a new law in Washington, D.C. that says uh, as early as Monday of next week, a big change is coming to the D.C. driver's licenses. You will be able to get a gender-neutral driver's license. That's right. The um, ward number one in D.C. has a council member, Brianne Nadow, says that you have, uh, right now, you have to choose between a male or female and this on your driver's license, and and this will change that. Because, you know, you don't want that government-assigned gender, do you? This is what uh, Nadal said. Folks who are transitioning or who do not identify with a specific gender are forced to choose one when they get their driver's license. And you know what I call folks who are transitioning and yes i understand that the psychiatric community has recognized gender dysphoria as a real thing um is it fair to call them science deniers or do we call them nature deniers 
I maybe science and nature deniers. Maybe, maybe, because, you know, that's, they have that argument against people who don't fall in lockstep on, on the climate change thing. They're called science deniers. And as far as I'm concerned, when we took science all through high school, your, your uh, DNA pretty much told you what gender you were. Because there really are only the two, right? Or maybe there's a third if you count the uh, gender dysphoria thing. Maybe we give that one sort of a special classification. So are the people who don't follow that, are they science deniers? Science and nature deniers? It kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Hmm. Arlie Christian, who is with the National Center for Transgender Equality, says your identification doesn't have the right gender marker. If it doesn't, then, then there can be problems if you don't have that right gender marker on your ID. Harassment, discrimination, some are asked to leave restaurants or, or establishments. Some are asked to leave restaurants or establishments. Um, have you ever seen that? Has that story popped up? Has someone been asked to leave a restaurant or an establishment because their identification has a different gender than they're claiming that day? Yeah, maybe, okay, maybe it's happened somewhere, but I don't think it's out there front and center. This one, it just amazes me. It, it astounds me. It confuses me. It vexes me. How many genders are there? Seriously. There are people in D.C. who don't quite understand it either. The report that uh, was gathered here for this, uh, talked to a person on the street and had an interesting take. Personally, I don't think we, anybody was born X. I think it should say male or female. I don't think anybody was born X. It should say male or female. I, I really think this is one is a gigantic waste of time and money, especially when you consider the minute percentage of the population that we are dealing with. So today's vital question of the day, and it's posted on my Twitter account at StuntBrain. How many genders are there? Seriously, how many genders are there? Can somebody tell me how many genders there are? I believe this, this audience is probably in the same camp as I am. I'm willing to entertain a discussion. If you just want to call up and yell at me, which some of you do, that's fine. You can do it. But if you want to have an honest discussion about it, let's have an honest discussion about it. I'm going to ask you if you're a science denier. There are different sexualities. There aren't different genders. Not any more than the two that I'm aware of. But the choices I put on my poll, how many genders are there? Two? Three? which I gave you the question, the transitioning one in there. More than three? Or the fourth choice? No, it's not you can't decide, because you know you will decide. The fourth choice is stop this insanity. And I mean that. Stop the damn insanity, people. It's embarrassing. Currently, after a couple hours of voting, 65% of you are saying uh, two genders. 2% of you are saying three genders. 
Another 2% of you are saying more than three, and a healthy 31% of you say stop this insanity. It's not going to stop. And why is it, going to, is it not going to stop? Because we're afraid to tell people the truth. Because we don't want anyone, anyone, to have hurt feelings, do we? No, we don't, because they're snowflakes. And if we don't let them have their special gender, then God knows what will happen to them. They might melt. They just might fall apart. One of you today wrote to me, where is this? Where is this? Apparently, this is from uh, David. I'm not sure where David is from. David writes, apparently there are now more than 20 genders are you ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for this. There are more than 20 genders in the U.S. Army right now. There are more than 20 genders in the U.S. Army. We need to verify that. David just wrote that to me. I'm not so sure about that. I wonder what Corporal Klinger would be dealing with today. That's an old MASH reference. Yes, I know. 20 genders in the U.S. Army? Is that so? Is that true? If so, um, can anybody list them? I really would like to know how many genders are there. Somebody, a person of science, call and tell me how many genders there are. Shamant is reading off the astrological signs in my ear. Aquarius, Gemini, Capricorn, Sagittarius. Those are not genders. Those are bumper stickers on the back of a car in the 1970s. What's your sign? Mine was stop. <laughs> oh, my God. We've lost our stinking minds. We've lost our, Shemont, we were talking about this in the break. Shemont and I were talking about this in the break. And I said, how many genders are there? And he's, he's trying to mess with me a little bit, trying to figure out where I'm going. And I actually am asking a simple question. How many genders are there? There are two genders. Two. The rest of it is us not being brave enough to be honest enough with people. Grayson? in Arizona is joining us. Grayson, first of all, welcome to the show, and how hot is it? <laughs> How's the weather over there? <laughs> good morning, Mike. <laughs> good morning. Well, good morning to you. It's afternoon here in the, uh, in yeah, the free speech yeah, bunker. That. How are you doing? Great, great. We're uh, nice and cool in this uh, surface of the sun heat. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just the thing that pops right into my mind is, uh, you know, Stop, thief. Oh, give me a description of that entity that, you know, wh what's that over there? Well, it looked like, uh, I, can't, I can't tell you if they're black or white or Hispanic or cis, neutral, gender, whatever. It, it gets so confusing now anymore that everybody's ultimately looking out to be so super uber offended and attack you at the drop of a hat if you can't get something specific that's so confusing and so convoluted and now everybody has to look for that super special thing that they are identify with and rattle the sabers and charge that hill you're not aware enough 
we're, we're never aware enough. Everybody has to be super aware, and it's getting so ridiculous anymore. There's just, it, it it's uh, not cool to be normal or boring or just have a regular day. You've got to have some kind of, you know, something that's out there that you just can't really put your finger on ever. Yeah, everybody uh, wants their own gender. Eventually, we're going to have 333 million genders because everyone in the country is going to have their own special gender. That, <laughs> that You're going to be able to say that now. Uh, it's just amazing, isn't it, Grayson? And, and how did we get here? What's wrong with being just a little bit normal one day? It's, well, it, it's well, amazing. We have, these, we have these wonderful technology now that can tell you what you're made up of. And it, I just thought, how interesting is that? Because somebody's going to get offended that they're part whatever nationality or stuff that's even obvious, and, you're, and they're just shocked. You know, I, I'm from, you know, Africa. You know, and, and it, it, it just gets to me that we're going so far in these extremes that nobody really – I think it points directly to where – Truth doesn't matter anymore. It, it, yes, thank you. Matter anymore? That you create so. your own truth and you demand yep. that everyone else believe it and and support it. And in reality, it just says we're afraid to have real truth in our lives. And and yep. therein lies a huge chunk of it. Thank you, Grace. And uh, I've, I'm I'm going to grab Jody in Mike, Utah real quickly. Hey, Jody, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Um, other than dealing with the stupid being strong in some people, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> the stupid being strong in some people. Yes, sir. Uh, that sounds like a, a Yoda statement. The stupid is strong in this one. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Because, you know, the force is not strong in them. It's the stupid. Here's the thing. There's only two genders. If you don't like it, huh? Um, I'm a little <laughs> younger than you, but I still remember growing up, there was a boy's bathroom and there was a girl's bathroom, and there's a really good reason why. Some people have innies, some people have outies. <laughs> oh, I remember uh, Sister Mathana explaining that very... Very thing to those of us in the third grade, <laughs> using the same well, term. Hey, Jody, I'm way beyond break. Can can you hang on and I'll get to you? And I think Frank's in PA. I want to continue the discussion. Can you hang on through the break or give us a holler back? All right, we'll be right back. I'm Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192.
Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We're asking the uh, very difficult scientific question, how many genders are there? And Jody in Utah was talking to us. Frank and Pia is on hold. But Jody, you had the floor, and I, <laughs> I am stealing your idea of <laughs> measuring the stupid in people before we... <laughs> before we allow them into the inner circle. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, It just makes your life so much easier. But, and again, like I said, you know, some have innies, some have outies. You know, I would refer to everyone who's confused. There's, There's a book that we can all read that's fairly easy for us to help with this, and that would be Dr. Seuss's The Starbelly Sneetches. (laughs) <laughs> you know that it's it's just you know some had something some had another they go through the little machine as i was talking to a friend of mine the other day so there are certain people who yell about gender being a construct and yet they want to turn around and pretend they're something that they're not and so they go and surgically alter themselves and i said to her well a hundred years from now when a particular 200 or 500 years, whatever it is, a particular body is exhumed, it's going to be a male skeleton with two water balloons in the coffin, and they're not going to know what that's all about. <laughs> what a beautiful point. Thank you so much, Jody. Have a great rest of your day. Frank and PA, welcome back to the show. Frank, solve the math problem. How many genders are there? Well, there's two, and then, well, unless you're born a hermaphrodite and you're unaltered and that, and you've got both equipment, I'm telling you, uh, we, we need attrition. They used to, in Abraham Lincoln's day, debate the, the legitimate function of government, even down to things like roads and bridges. Now we're uh, to the point where they want to change laws and make agencies and, and do everything uh, based on things like, how you feel or think about the way you were born. And I just, this is not a legitimate function of government. This is, this is a waste of our time and our energy, and it, it, it's, it's an outgrowth of an overreaching government that doesn't know its own boundaries anymore. And I really wow. think what we need at this point is attrition. Every time that they uh, propose a new change, in law or a new agency or a new role, I think the question has to be asked, is it a legitimate function of government? It's you bring not. up a, a, wonderful, a wonderful libertarian principle, and that's a, a question that every libertarian wants asked every time a bill is brought forth. Is this a legitimate function of government? But you said it was a, a an over something of an uh, something something of an, an overreaching government. It's it's an it's a it's a it's an outgrowth of an overreaching government. Yes, that, that once involved in every aspect of, of of everybody's life down to the trivia that it has no business regulating. You're absolutely has- right, and. I thank you for being there and for your clarity every single day. The phone lines are open, 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. The issue, the math question of the day, how many genders are there? We're tra- it's, on, it's on Twitter. You can vote in the poll. It's on my Twitter, at StuntBrain. 
you should be there following me anyway at Stunt Brain. And uh, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. I also have an update on uh, the Flint situation. And um, remember the man bun yesterday we talked about with Barbie's boyfriend? Oh, that whole thing just got You're worse. listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. Your Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We are keeping track of this uh, vital question poll that will be up until tomorrow morning. So we'll give you the numbers tomorrow on the show. Currently, it looks like uh, (laughs) this audience, very smart, very clever audience, is uh, in sync with each other and understands that... There are only two genders. There are more than, let's see how many of you are saying it right now. Okay, currently 64% of you say two genders, 2% say three genders, 2% say more than three, and 32% of you say, please, God, stop this insanity. (laughs) I added the God for emphasis. Uh, You can vote, again, at StuntBrain on Twitter. Uh, update that we're going to be getting an update. Here's, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. The FBI held a very brief press moment outside of the Flint Airport, the Bishop Airport in Flint, Michigan. Uh, we had a, a police officer in uniform at the airport stabbed inside the airport. And he is in critical condition. If you have a moment, say a prayer for this officer whose identity we don't know. There is one report that says uh, the phrase Allahu Akbar was shouted. We don't have confirmation on that. It is being investigated as terrorism. We will update as we get information. An hour from now, we're expecting to speak to Congressman Loudermilk, uh, a guy who was at the scene one week ago today where the terror attack took place. No other way to call it the guy who happened to be a Bernie Sanders fan who tried to assassinate 30 members of Congress who were there and some of their staff who were there practicing for the congressional baseball game. Uh, he is, he's got some things that he's working on that we'll, we'll talk to him about. Some planned legislation, and uh, we'll, we'll get some words from him. Also, our friend Billy Hallowell checking in this morning. There's a couple of trends on Twitter today. Uh, both of them I'm not participating in. The first one is National Selfie Day. No, not selfieing today. Uh, the second one is uh, hashtag adulting in five words. And uh, my buddy, my old colleague, Billy Hallowell, <laughs> said, said it best. Adults don't say adulting ever, ever. And I... Just hashtagged it truth. He's exactly right. A couple of directions I can go here. There's a a couple of stories that need updating or more explanation. Both relate to the situation in Europe. 
I also have to get into uh, a point about festival music events and and stuff that brings us together. Yeah, I'll get to that a little bit later. Let's talk about what happened in Brussels. Yesterday, there was the incident in Brussels where a guy in the central train station in Brussels had a suitcase with explosives in it. It had uh, explosives, it had gas, it had nails, and he was also reportedly wearing a belt that looked like a suicide belt and a belt with some more explosive type things attached to it. The suitcase apparently ignited. And here's the thing about it. The suitcase that exploded at the Brussels train station didn't really blow up completely. Just part of it caught fire. So thank God it was not completely connected. This guy, this this jerk, this terrorist did not completely finish his job of assembling his his tools of terror. That suitcase, part of it ignited. And that caused the military guard who was there in the train station to draw his weapon and take him out. Absolutely, totally wiped him out. And I, I love it when we now see Suspect has been neutralized because we now know what neutralized means. Neutralized means graveyard dead, right? Shot, killed. And this this gentleman, a Moroccan man, was identified as as being part of or living in what they call a jihadist ghetto in Brussels. The um, here's one of the statements from from the authorities in Brussels. About 8.30, there has been a small or there has been an explosion in a central station here in Brussels. Uh, the suspect has been neutralized by the military that were present at the scene immediately after the explosion. So the suspect was in fact neutralized, meaning shot, graveyard, dead. It's better to say neutralized. It sounds better though, doesn't it? And uh, the, the statements continued. There were no other victims. Uh, it, this incident is considered as a terrorist attack. There were no other victims, thank God. Because had that suitcase fully engaged, had that, that homemade bomb that this guy built, had it fully engaged and exploded instead of just catching fire, the nails that were packaged inside that suitcase would have acted like the nails did at the Ariana Grande concert, like the bomb at the... Boston Marathon that shot nails out of the rice cooker. That shrapnel, which is intended to do as much damage as possible, could have, could have caused much havoc, death, and or injury to people in that train station. 8.30 at night, not exactly rush hour, but not exactly an empty time. And as we said, the Moroccan man alleged to be part of or living in what they call the jihadist ghetto in this section of Brussels. Belgium, again, seems to be a hot spot. And guess what? Because of the, the Eurozone, borders suddenly mean almost nothing. If you have a passport in one nation that's a part of the Euro, European Union, you are able to bounce around to just about any place you want to go. 
So th therein lies part of the problem here. Paris has already made that discovery. Today, this morning, they opened up that train station. And of course, the, the mayor of, of Brussels is saying, yes, we had to open up the train station. We want to get back to normal. And I agree they want to get back to normal, but am I the only one who feels like this is becoming so commonplace now that we're starting to accept it? That are we going to have to accept the fact that there are going to be bombers every day in what was once one of the calmest parts of the world, Europe? We used to look at the Middle East and say, where, where are the bombers? Where are the suicide attacks? And now... Now they're happening in Brussels and London and Paris and Nice and California and maybe in Flint, Michigan and Orlando and Ohio. Anybody else a little nervous? Yeah, the world is a bit on edge today. And the situation in Flint, which uh, we are expecting to get some sort of update, the, the airport's still closed, I believe, that whole situation at the airport is still under investigation. They said nothing about the stabber, the attacker. I wonder if they have a person of interest. Uh, oh, they do say now suspect in custody and the officer has been upgraded from critical to stable condition. The airport police officer was stabbed in the neck and in the back and earlier was in critical, but he's been upgraded. So yes, there is a suspect in custody. I wonder how long it'll take to get the airport back open again. It's, it's Flint, Michigan, not a tiny city, but not a major metropolitan area. Flint can't seem to catch a break, can they? Between the water and now a, a possible terrorism situation. And continue your prayers for this police officer, please. When we get back, I want to talk about shrinking government. Uh, you know what a fan I am about shrinking government. I also have uh, a discussion about the story in London, because remember we talked to you about London and creeping socialism and the fact that the head of the Labour Party wanted to take any empty apartments that rich people had, any empty homes in rich people that rich people had in London, that they were property banking. That was the term they used, property banking. Remember that story? Yeah, well, the other shoe just dropped on that story. And I, I don't think you're going to believe it. And nobody's going to understand the cascading effect it will have and the problem it's going to cause London and the rest of that socialist-loving nation in England. We'll tell you about it next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We are less than an hour away from talking with uh, Congressman Loudermilk about what happened last week and about some of the new legislation he has proposed. You want to be here at the bottom of the next hour? Last week, I, I talked at length about 
the ridiculous proposal from the the leader of the Labour Party in, in England. The guy that says, hey, I know what we should do. We should confiscate. This is Jeremy Corbyn, the guy who's head of the the Labour Party with 40% of control of Parliament. I know what we should do. We should confiscate empty homes from rich people, take them over, and put the people who were made homeless by the fire at the Grenfell Tower into those empty buildings because those people have too much. So we have to take that away from them. We have to take away their property and give it to people who's whose homes were burned up and they've been made homeless uh, because of nothing they did. It's just misfortune because that would be the fair thing to do. And I I said, "Oh, oh, dear God, this is government confiscation. In this case, they called it property banking. And I wonder if they would how they would think about uh, gold banking or cash banking or food banking, could the government then say, oh, you have too much money. We need to take that. We're just going to need to give that to some people that don't have money. We're gonna, that food you have, we're going to take that too, and we're going to decide who gets it. So what happened overnight in, in England, 68 apartments in a $3 billion luxury block of apartments have been taken. Well, actually, taxpayers are paying for them. The government is buying 68 apartments in a luxury building, and they're going to be given, those are the words in the report, given to families whose lives were um, devastated by the fire. The people who were evacuated when the Grenfell Tower burned up are set to move into... uh, a luxury complex in the heart of Kensington. Now, here's, here's the deal. This is as reported in The Standard. The, the, this, this complex of, of beautiful apartments is under construction. It's just about finished. The penthouses sell for about $20 million in American money. And they, the apartments in this complex that they're going to take are going to be given to families to move into 68 of the apartments have been picked up at a cost of tens of millions of taxpayer dollars. And in the wording, they say this will permanently house families from Grenfell tower. I'm serious. This is actually going on. The labor leader called for this. The government has put it together. They're going to, um, move people into this, this group of apartments. Now, let's say you bought an apartment in this. You're a person who saved your money and worked real hard, and you bought an apartment. A, a two-bedroom apartment in this complex would normally cost about $3 million, $3.5 million. They're giving these to people who got burned out of an apartment in a much lower rent area. So you've already bought an apartment, and now... A bunch of people, essentially homeless people, I feel for them and their their predicament. But the city has purchased these and they said they are permanently moving the people in there. How's that going to affect the value of, of your investment? 
According to one report, the garage connected to the complex is full of Maseratis and Ferraris. It's going to be interesting. Very interesting. The local authorities say the government must work to ensure that all residents affected by the fire will be rehoused in the area. Unless they choose not to be. But who's going to turn down a free $3 million two-bedroom apartment? As a matter of fact, if I've paid my taxes and I'm living in a one-bedroom apartment that's not nearly as nice, I'm going to wonder why the hell I'm not being offered one of those. Take my one-bedroom apartment and put me in one of the new ones. I paid my taxes. Why does that person get to make this happen for themselves? Oh, maybe my apartment's going to catch on fire. Will the government then rehouse me in some place just as new and as nice as these people? It's crazy. Last week, I didn't think it could happen. It didn't even take a week. It's not creeping socialism. It's sprinting socialism. Look out, my friends. We'll be right back. Pure Opelka with Michael Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.